Good Welcome. morning. Go ahead, man. I'm I'm sorry. You go. You go. You go, man. Go. Good morning. Go. Good afternoon. Yeah, I love it. Good evening. Yes. Welcome back to yet another. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Come on, you got to do it. You got it. Welcome back. Boom. Back. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> no, bro. Welcome back to another whiskey and insurance podcast, guys. Absolutely. Uh, we must be slap happy because what? What is it again? It's six thirty in the morning. Well, We're back here again yeah. with another six thirty whiskey. <sighs> so, Dangerous I mean, territory, yep. for sure. We're for just sure. we just love that. You know what's like? <laughs> we love to bring you content early. <laughs> because we got to work the rest of the day. But let's have fun, baby. Let's have fun. Let's yes, have fun. Sure so, Luke. Yes. What do we have today? We have a nice bourbon okay. from Vale because I was in Vale last week. Oh, really? I'm oh. in Vale Village. I'm walking around doing, you know, with shops with the family. Okay. So, you know, Lake's running around. My son's Lake, for those that don't know. He's running <laughs> around all over the place. You know, I'm trying to keep track of him. And we just happen in on this place called 10th Mountain Whiskey. Oh, wow. I'm like, mm. this is perfect. We need that. I said, we. I got to get a bottle, bring it back. Yeah. yeah. So 10th Mountain, 10th Mountain Whiskey, it's at the bottom. It's right in Vail Village. Okay. For those that want to be able to, to, if you're in Vail and you're looking for a place to go, you know, try some different bourbons, try some different whiskeys. They got a, a bunch of things there. So that was kind of cool. But Vail's a beautiful place, especially this time of year. I tell you what, it was 70 degrees. Ooh. Oh, wow. It was sunny in the during the day so it's like where you wear a t-shirt it's cool enough to where you're wearing a t-shirt and Love jeans that. or shorts and it's just like the perfect weather yeah uh, and then at nighttime you gotta have a little jacket you gotta have a coat on yeah. uh you're wearing um you know little vest. vest yeah so the you know that that part is the most beautiful part about colorado this time of year yeah so. how was the altitude for you Altitude was good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lake, he did a good job. My yeah. son, he did a good job until we started coming down from the mountain. And mm -hmm. when you're coming down that mountain, you know, two hours up and it's pretty hard on the ears. Absolutely. The little ones. But my daughter, Brooklyn, she did fine. She yeah. was a champ. Yeah, she was a champ. She she was she slept the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> I was a out, baby Brooklyn. Even yeah. friggin' when I went to Washington yeah. not too long ago for a wedding. I mean, we were just driving, and yeah. my ears were hurting. Yeah, just go up and down. Oh, yeah. do that. And I'm like, they're like, "You all right?" I'm like, "Bro, I live in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to this. We don't have no no elevation. No. <laughs> yeah, not I tell that. you what, a lot of people don't know also how to just drive in the mountains. That's right. another thing. You know, I mean, going up and down the mountains, you're you're fluctuating elevation and everything. Yeah. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago it was my first time renting a car myself. Oh, uh, <laughs> big boy. And oh, boy. I I had a like a Dodge Charger or something like that that they gave me and uh my wife and i were going up there we're going to stay at at a house with my family and they rented a house out and we we're getting in there late one night so it's probably 11 o'clock at night because we forgot it at denver at night right mm. and i kid you not as we're coming down, <laughs> we're going up the mountain but there's there's periods of going up the mountain where you're doing this yeah. okay <laughs> and i couldn't figure out how to slow the staying car down <laughs> i'm on the highway and I remember looking over to my wife, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like heart you're racing, your heart racing, your white knuckling, everything. And I'm like, "Man, because I, I knew you can't right. just ride your brakes. Mm -mm. I knew that part. Yeah, but I wasn't physically thinking. Oh, you know, I need to manually shift this and put the put the the stress on the transmission and not the brakes. But I could feel my brakes were getting hot, so I wasn't Ooh. riding. I just was like, 
You know, we're just, just gonna go. have to keep flying. Yeah. We're gonna go 95 <laughs> down the hill <laughs> and around the curves and everything until man. I finally learned. Uh, man, you got to really put the the stress on the manual transmission yeah. and and bump that sucker low so you'd be in gear four, gear five, right. and that'll help keep your speed at seventy. So, fun fact: <laughs> we just dropping all jewels yeah. day, baby. If, if you don't know how <laughs> nah, to drive in the mountains, put the stress on the transmission. All right, <laughs> don't hit the That's brakes true. all the way down. I love don't it. do it. All right, tell us about the whiskey. So this one's got a cool story. We just love to bring you whiskeys that you know, or around the military and the army. Man. Um, as you can see on this one, uh, that is an army guy uh, with a gun and everything um, on the front. Yep. So mm -hmm. I like that. He got a uh, bazooka. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like a bazooka, that's for sure. But this one. this division, was the, it was called the 10th Mountain Division. Mm. Cool. So they were created and active in 1943 to 1945. And if you guys know anything about the significance of those dates, we're talking World War II. Mm. And as we're in World War II, you know, in Europe, in Eastern Europe, cold, you're dealing with cold, brutal conditions. Yep. You're dealing with mountains. You're dealing with snow. And what does Colorado have? has all those things. Yep. <laughs> so this division was in a place in Camp Hale, which had been in a wedding at Camp Hale. Shout out to Camp Hale. Beautiful spot um, in Camp Hale. Um, but it's about 22 miles east, or sorry, not east, west of Vale okay. is where Camp Hale's at. Okay. And it's got a gorgeous spot, so you can do like wedding venues there and fly fish and take four-wheelers on their grounds and nice. all kinds of stuff now. Sounds fun. But that's where they had it, and back then, uh, the government was creating the camp. They spent like $10 million wow, uh, so that they could hold a camp there for the military. That's wow. a lot of money. Uh, so that was, that was kind of cool. Um, but in November of 1939, two months after World War II uh, broke out, they needed essentially what was called soldiers on skis. They needed armored mm. men that were soldiers on skis so they they were able to go recruit these guys from Vale that's kind of sick that nice. were used to ski that's kind of sick so that's what they did and so this division they went over to Italy they were in Italy they're in the mountains and uh in the Swiss Alps and everything and they are fighting the Germans mm. wow and they ended up putting the team on their back you know going over there okay. and and they ended up defeating the army and forcing the german army out of that area uh and as we all know you know world war ii was a, a long war but we ended right. up winning that war but they they were one of the most more significant pieces of yeah. world war ii because they were known as the soldiers on skis that's talent so we got soldiers on horses <laughs> yeah, we, we got, got soldiers on skis yeah sure do we're just bringing everything everything yeah. everything so that's like, awesome yep that's that, sick. That it was it was super cool to kind of just hear that um uh and everything from this this bottle of whiskey yeah and what was really neat is you know this i'm trying to find it here how many people were part of this division I'll tell you here because it had like their casualties. There was about a thousand casualties. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think they had about nine thousand that actually were known as soldiers on skis. It's got to be in here. Oh, so they had quite a few. Yeah, that's yes. not. That's yeah. A lot. Okay, so not nine thousand. Uh, total ba battle casualties four thousand and seventy-two. Mm -hmm. Wounded in action thirty-one hundred. Killed in action nine hundred ninety-two. Oh wow. Um, they had twenty-eight prisoners of war. And there was, let's see here, how many were there? 
it doesn't it didn't say how many, but if there was four thousand casualties, um, you know, you had yeah. quite quite a few more that were a part of this division. But what was really neat about this, where I was going with this, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. most of the people that were a part of this tenth mountain division. Mm-hmm then went on to start most of the ski resorts that we all know today wow. that were owned and operated by the military guys that came out of the 10th Mountain Division That's in Colorado. Cool. That is so cool. you go to Vail, you go to Breckenridge, you go to, you name it, most of all those ski resorts owned and operated by the military guys out that's of the 10th Mountain Division. That is actually really cool. That is, that's a dope, Man, that's a dope about, story. Man, <laughs> just imagine you're going skiing and then some random dude comes up to you, hey, we need you to literally go fight for this country on, on, skis. on skis. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a different type of uh, commitment. But see, you if, you, if you think about it, though, and honestly, like, think about how much quicker they probably were than yeah. the average, like, German soldier. Because I mean, you, they, mm-hmm. they could just get past them. Absolutely. And you got to be pretty athletic. Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> you you're know. just over here yeah, shooting yeah. people on a run. Yeah, yeah. You got a pretty, that's pretty, that sounds like a video game, is what it sounds literally. like. Literally. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of the, uh, there's a race that's like that. They mm-hmm. had to shoot the shotgun and ski and stuff. And like do that. everything like that. Yeah. It's well, crazy. I just think it's crazy because I was sitting here reading this too um, from the story, but you know how like harsh mountain conditions are, especially oh, yeah. in the winter. Yeah. I mean, the Italian army had a disastrous, they lost 25,000 men, mm. the Italian army did, just from not being prepared to be in the mountains. It's like just from like so freezing cold. Just freezing cold temperatures, falling off the mountain, we're yeah. talking snow, yeah. you know, they're just not ready to be from, you know, live in the mountains. And winter yeah. is very harsh on the army side because, you know, it's not like you can just pack all this warm stuff. You got to carry everything you pack right, as a, right. a, when you're in the army. Yeah. You have an entire rucksack, but that's about it. You yeah. know what I mean? So and like it's, you just go it's back about to the crib 75 pounds. Yeah, you yeah. can't just go back and say, oh, I need some more clothes yeah. that are not wet. Yeah, right? literally. <laughs> or some new boots that don't have snow in them. Yeah. You don't have that. Yeah, and I guess they, they were adapted to all of that. So um, that's the really cool part is, yeah. you know, these guys were meant, they're like the arm, you know, the U.S. was like, hey, we know we need this. Yep. Right. You guys are meant to go fight in the mountains over in Europe and win us a war. Yeah, it's so sick. And, you know, I'm sure it would be scary because these guys are just used to skiing. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> like, but, I got to you know, shoot people. Yeah. But, you know, back then, the war, it's World War. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a lot of people that signed up for that. There a lot of patriotism that went on. And so yeah. shout out to everybody that was in the 10th Mountain Division because uh, you guys were a very pivotal part uh, to us winning World War II. So Absolutely. Thanks That's for awesome. the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. Absolutely. So let's get into it. Should we should we open up this bottle? Yes, sir. All Let right. me get that ice while you open it up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and hey, we have a new scenery. Yeah, we do. Once again. Yeah, we do. I so think do you this think is... we'll have technical difficulties open this one up like we did last Ooh, time or maybe. I don't know. There seems like a there's an edge. It seems like there's a little perforated edge, but um, hey, you want to give that a shot? I can give it a shot. But yeah, guys, I think this one this area or this room let us know how you think about it but i think this might be one of the, our main should spots. we do this one or should we do the other conference room i mean yeah should we do this one or the war let us know in the comments or in our dms the war what, room yeah do you like the war room or do you like the other conference room and that isn't that hard man well it's like a i thought it was perforated but it's it's really not yeah sorry guys Sorry, Mark's getting the ice. You know, you know what this will probably be a good time for? 
um, is we could do a pause for our do sponsor. A pause and do our sponsor. For Apollo. Apollo, our, our sponsor, Apollo. can come on in here. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We want to shout out our sponsor, Apollo Insurance Group. They are one of the largest health insurance brokerages out of the Midwest. They specialize in health, life, dental, vision, a lot of the things you need in regards to insurance they have. So they typically save their clients a lot of money in regards to their premium. So if you don't have someone that's helping you or aiding you through this process or this chaotic world of health insurance, please reach out to them. They fight for you, they specialize in what they do, and they're great at their job. Thanks for tuning in to the sponsor, Apollo. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them uh, for allowing us to be able to do this, afford the space, uh, utilize the spaces that they have here. Uh, and then, wow, that was good. We got to do that by the mic. <laughs> Please get it right, man. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. That, that one nice. probably was the best one. That was yeah. nice. that was nice. The last one you couldn't really hear. I know, because we had to put a deafening on it because everybody in the background was doing the uh, mm. at McAdoodles. Wow. I heard that pour too. Yeah, that was good. Like Good stretch all the way. Ooh. I like that. That was good. That was fire. That was fire. I hope they can hear that. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? That would be so nice. Wow. Good. All Good. right. Count a little bit more than everyone else is there. You got a little, you got a little, <laughs> you feeling some type of way today? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Don't do too much. All right. Yep. That's good. That's Is that good? good? Yeah. All right, all right. Put it in the camera. Put it in the. Boom. All right. We show, know the routine. The what we do. I should show the camera. Yeah. Show the, the show this one right here. That's closer to you. Yep. Boom. Did we talk about the value of the bottle? We haven't talked about okay, the value. Okay, of the okay, okay. We'll get. Oh to yeah, it. We'll yeah, get yeah. To it. Yeah. So, it is ninety-two proof. 92. So forty-six percent alcohol volume. Is that what is that in our ranking? Ninety-two that, that's proof. That's the lowest we've done so far. No. Yes. Is it? Yep. I ninety-four. Remus was. Oh, 94. Remus was ninety-four. Yeah, yep. this is the lowest. All right, it's the lowest. Yep. So they have multiple bourbons and whiskeys that they had there. Uh, this one. So they had a forty-four dollar value one. Mm -hmm. They had a sixty dollar value one. They had brandy for thirty. Uh, they even had moonshine. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. We so might have to. We might have to back in the day. Their, their moonshine was twenty five bucks. Uh, and then they had a single malt whiskey that was eighty dollars. So they had a, one that was what I'd consider their premium one. I didn't get that one. Uh, but to be honest with you, it's because of the flavors. Mm. I didn't. So have you tried this? I have not tried it. But you knew the flavor. You know yep. the flavors. Yep. Got it. it shows you the the flavors okay. and the notes that they had in there. And I thought this one, Ooh. which was the fifty nine ninety nine, so the sixty dollar nice. value one. Good. So good bottle. Good, good value, value bottle. Yeah. Not bad um, at all. I really liked the flavors on this one. Okay. Based yeah. on what it was saying. Okay. Fire. The other one, I will say, the single malt whiskey had notes of chocolate, which would have been interesting to have tried. Oh wow. But yes. I, did, See that, I didn't do that. Oh, I don't. I don't. But I was like thinking chocolate whiskey. Right. You know like, what I mean? Like, like peanut butter whiskey is really good. Yep. Might have to do that screwball. Yeah. But, but this one, I was. It. Yeah, that is. You owe me a soda. You two are Whatever that's <laughs> All right. So smell it. Let's smell it. Whoa. 
I smell a lot of flavors right I, now. Dude, my my nostrils are. I smell are just a lot of flavors right now. right now. All right. Yeah, I'll be curious what you guys think of this. Y'all ready to toast? Okay. Do it, Luke, because you failed to do it last time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I took a sip for yeah. the last time. Yeah, I've never lived that down. <laughs> okay. Whiskey for the soul. And sugar for the wallet. Oh my lord! Wow. That hits you pretty good, though. But like, it, but it's, it's a there, smooth, there's a smooth. there's like, uh, I'm gonna say this I, right no, now. No, no, I'm yeah. saying it first. No. <laughs> uh, what is it? I vanilla's definitely in here. Okay, I wasn't gonna say that. It's in here. <laughs> I'm gonna say there's nodes of caramel that soothe. Okay. The palate. We're getting better. At <laughs> We're getting every so episode. We get <laughs> Hey, vanilla, the, vanilla is one hundred percent in. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Hey, okay. come on, let me go. Yes, now, sir. caramel is not in here. What? You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong. Okay, all right. Taste let's that keep, again. Let's taste that Tell me that's not. Guessing. There's not caramel. It's like a caramel apple, dude. It's literally like a caramel apple. No, I, even I don't. I, don't, I, don't I taste, taste it, it because I know what I know what's in here. But it's it's almost like coke, coke, like coke. If you better say if you better say coconut, you know cocoa. I was saying cocoa. No cocoa. There's. Hold on, hold on. There's one other one. Two, <laughs> and there's three more flavors in here specifically on this bottle. Is it a fruit? Right. Is it fruit? There's got to be at least one cherry or something, some kind of stone fruit. Stone fruit. <laughs> Yo, what's Please. wrong with you, man? Flat <laughs> happy yeah. Stone fruit. I, I didn't get enough. I food. like that. I like that. Um, there is no stone fruit. <sighs> think, think what's in almost every whiskey that we've done so far. Think of that. Think very basic. Think wood specifically. Oak. Okay, oak, oak, oak. Yep. All right. So there's the there's oak hint <coughs> and oak that's part of this. What is it aged in? What what is the barrel? Do you know? <laughs> it doesn't say. Okay. I'd probably look it up and find out. Just curious how long because I know this bottle in particular is two years. Because it has it on the bottle. Okay, okay. we got oak. We vanilla. have vanilla. vanilla. We have was no, that the only two that we got? Because apparently, got. apparently there's no freaking caramel or apples. Or no stone fruit. Or any stone or fruit. Stone fruit. Stone fruit. <laughs> okay. All right, Luke, give it to us. What I can't. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I, I can't. You guys said butterscotch, but it's honey. Oh. Ah. Yo, <laughs> freaking honey dew. Every single time we say honey, and today we did it's not. It's wrong. And it's just wrong every time. So I was like, I'm not gonna say it again. Dude. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Then, then there's one more. That is very prevalent, which you will taste. I think I get it in the after. He's gonna say like marshmallow or some shit. <laughs> Toasted nuts. I was close, but yes. Nuts, Toasted I wouldn't nuts. have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed. All right. So that's yeah, I get that in the in the after yep. flavor. When it, whenever it goes down and Absolutely. you like still have a little bit on the tongue. Yeah. I get the I'm toasted so, nuts on it. I yeah. like that. That's, That's a nice combination. See, here's the thing about this bottle. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, never mind. 
Well, I'll get to, I'll get into <laughs> that get in the rating. Yeah, 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 don't yeah, speed yeah. it up. Don't speed the process. I'm just up. excited. Wow. All right. All right, wow, well, let's so, get to it. We know what's next. Let's get to the I'll rating. Wait, I'll wait to do my rating last. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I got the bottle. I, I, I knew the story. It's out in the, it's out in the mountains. It's out okay. in Vail. But I think you'll be shocked at my rating. Anyways. Okay. So. Okay. You know what? I'll you go going, first. You go. Okay. Yeah, I go first. You go get them, big I, dog. <laughs> big dog. I like dog. <laughs> Yo, let me rate it. <laughs> I like, I really like it. I mean... Uh, it's smooth. It's not as harsh as yeah. Horse Soldier. When I hit, when I tasted it, yeah. it reminded me of Horse Soldier a yeah. little bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Maybe that's an army thing. Maybe they're making them kind of kind of similar. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was not as harsh as the Horse Soldier. Right. So it was a lot smoother. The taste was was nice. I can Very. taste uh, all of the notes that I need to taste. Um, yep. So I really enjoyed it. I would say the story. It's pretty cool. Uh, I like the story a lot. Um, so for me, I'm gonna do. What's he doing? I'm gonna do like a seven, seven and a half. Okay. That's what it gets for me. Seven, seven. What? <laughs> I'm gonna get a seven and a seven and a half. Okay. You know, because I'm still, I'm not gonna lie. I, I enjoy it. I like the taste. It, it's a, it's a good whiskey. But again, I'm still. Remus is my number one. Re Remus, I will say, is still number one. Remus is my number one. Check out the last couple last couple episodes. Remus is on there. The very last episode. Yeah, actually, yeah, it is last week. Yeah, uh, was Remus. <clears throat> yes, so yeah, by far the best one. That's my rating. Um, you go. Yeah. So about this bottle, mm. I love it. Mm. Really, I seriously can say this is one of the better whiskeys I've tried. Wow. Okay. Because whenever you said each note, I literally tasted each one. And it's not like that in every yeah. way. That's respect. You know yeah, what I mean? Respect. Like it comes down to A, the price yeah. for a $60 bottle, and you can taste every note. They're doing something special over there. Yep. Shout out. I Shout will, out. Uh, yeah, the 10th Mountain Whiskey yes. up, up in Vail. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I tell you what. Whenever you go through and you say each one of those, like the toasted nuts, you can the taste vanilla, you, you can 100% yeah. taste it. I knew know. vanilla was in there. Yeah. I knew it. So, for my rating, 9-3. Wow. Wow. That's 9-3. You're throwing it that high? Dude, I, okay, you're, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I did Horse Soldier, right? Yeah. I thought it was good because of the story. This story... They're doing the same thing, but on skis. skis. <laughs> so it's the story for you. It's a story, but also it's, it's the, the story words. for you. Like this, like you said, it brings me back to Horse Soldier, but you can drink yeah. it easier. Yeah, like you can legit Horse Soldier this. being one twenty. I'm not gonna lie. Like when the guy said it hits you like a bullet. It does. It hits you like a bullet. Absolutely. This warning: if any of you have bought it or are going to buy it, yeah. it hits you hard. Yeah, beware. But it's good. It's but good. you can taste good the butterscotch. I, I that that part was my favorite part of that whiskey was the butter. I still talk I mean, about that this day. Yes. We're we're over a month. Yeah, ago. yeah. Oh, yeah. We five we five whiskeys later. <laughs> but I'm uh, curious. Nine three. Okay, thinking, that's me, pretty high for you. That Steve, yeah, that's very so high. I love the story. Okay, I like everything about this. I was one, you know, it just happened in on this place. I wasn't even trying to find right. whiskey. Just happened to go in on the store, which is even better. Fun, which yeah. is fun. But I don't like the aftertaste of toasted nuts. Ooh. See, that's that's where we differ. That's and, where we, oh, I think it's so. Good. And every single time I take I, I take a sip of this, it 
it makes me I love the first flavor. Yeah. The first couple flavors, but that toasted nut flavor is just it's not vibing. You don't like it. Uh-uh. It's just so good. I respect that. And see, like it it just makes my ugh. Really? That's what it makes me do. Yeah. Not gonna lie. It makes me yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna go with a I the reason why I'm gonna go with a higher rating is not because you guys went higher, but because I can taste the flavors. But I think that would that would value to certain people for sure. Okay. For like sure. just for me and the toasted nuts, it's just not vibing. Right. Like it's just like the you Which, know yeah. what I mean. So like there's I'm sure there's people that don't like butterscotch. Yep. I right. love butterscotch. Right. So like for me that one was way higher because I think butterscotch just got a more sweet of a flavor. For sure. The toasted nuts for whatever reason I don't know what it. But do you guys taste it? Am I absolutely. the only one? No, absolutely. Okay. I do, and they have to taste, and I it's love just it. kind of like eh yep. for me. And I'm gonna go with a six point five. Wow, that's pretty low. That was the lowest one today. Uh, six point five out of this, and like, like we always say, that does not mean it's a bad whiskey. That is completely. I mean, I could, I could change it. I could change it to a seven. I could go that's, up a half. I mean, a, it, half, does, half it doesn't point. matter. It's whatever you but, think. But I mean, in my opinion, I just I can't get past the toasted nut flavor. Yeah. There you go. I mean, think and about it. Though, I'm, but I value the whiskey because you can taste it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's but, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And that's why I like, said they're, had, they're coming out. What was my lowest one? Six point nine. So I got to go with a seven yeah. then, because yeah. because I was I would th- I like this bourbon this whiskey better yeah. than that one because okay. that the reason why I didn't like that one is because I couldn't get any of the flavors. Mm. Yeah. This one I get the flavors, but you don't like that. I just don't like that. Right. Okay. Like that. I just See, that's why mine's a nine three because I literally love the love toasted, nuts. The toasted nut. That's crazy. We're all on different We're ends of the spectrum. Different. And that's what I You're like high. About I'm in the middle. Yep. He's a little right there with me right. as well. So if you guys do uh, go get this bottle or buy this bottle, comment your rating yeah. on the Please. episode. Like, I think that would be cool. I'd be like, curious what other people think of the toasted nut flavor. Yeah. yeah. Legit. Yeah, absolutely. And this is this is this is fun for us. We enjoy yeah, doing this absolutely. and we want you guys to do it with us as well, you know. So drop in the comments, you know, what you like, what you want us to try. Right. Yeah. And things like that. We're excited to do that for we you. We did all. get one recently. I'm trying to remember uh I know I know which one it is. You'll be getting Angels Envy for the future. Oh yeah. Ooh. Somebody did comment. That was that. uh yeah. one of my friends. Shout yeah. out Evelyn. Yeah. 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 She's, from, she's from Ireland. So yeah. she knows. Oh, she, she knows, knows her stuff. Whiskey. She knows yeah. her whiskey. That's gonna be you good. know what that, that says something. I don't know if Angels Envy is Irish whiskey, but we it's should not. do an Irish whiskey. We should whiskey. do an Irish whiskey. We got a special whiskey. We, if you're we watching this, if you're watching this, you drop better us give us our a best good Irish whiskey. Yeah. Drop us your best <clears throat> Irish whiskey. Yep. All right. We'd love to try it. Let's get one after more. one more toast and let's one get the toast. business. Whiskey for the, the soul. Insurance, insurance for the wallets. Mm. It's just so good. Yeah, it's every single time, man. <laughs> it is just so Every time that's fair. As soon as it goes in, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna like this. And yeah. then I swallow and I sp- Almost immediately. Toasted I mean, like, but yeah. that, that's the thing, though. You, yeah. <laughs> I, hear I don't you. know. That's what I like about it. I, yeah. Because I, I can, like, taste every note yeah. when it goes down. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it's like toast nut. You're like, wow. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. It's Let's like get cash, to it's it. Like cashew almost. It is. It, 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 it really is. It, it brings it all out. Yeah. For sure. All right, Luke. Okay. You tell us. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? We are talking about leadership 
No, we're not. <laughs> not at all. Cut we're it. Not. No, not at all. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. What the Cut hell it. are we talking about? <laughs> we're talking yeah. about fast growth. Fast growth. Hyper growth in a in an organization. In an organization. You got it. How that works. So uh-huh. you got it. What you gonna say? It? Yeah, it's fine. Just go whatever. Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we good? Yeah, you're good. Ask him again. Just say he, we, he'll cut No, that I'll out. I'll just go. Okay. Um. So I'll say we can get to the okay. We're talking about today. We're gonna talk about hyper growth in an organization in a company. Yeah. What that looks like. What it looks like to be a part of that. What it looks mm-hmm. like for us to for us as work agents to grow in that and to see that. Yeah. Um. So that's what we'll talk about today and. And hopefully we can get some different views and things like that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, absolutely. From all sides. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think from a fast growth, like if you find yourself in a fast growth company or a hyper growth company, yeah. we've had four hundred percent year over year growth since probably twenty seventeen, mm. something like that. I mean, we've had you know some years that are lower, some years that are higher, but right, right. you know we've you know had a very high average of hyper growth since twenty seventeen. Every year we've been on. Ingram's Magazine for a Corporate 100 report, Kansas City Business Journal, Inc. 5000 regionally and nationally. Yes, sir. Uh, which is fastest growing 5,000. Uh, we love in that. The US, which is yeah. fun. Uh, in Absolutely. all industries, not just insurance. This is all industries across the board. Yes. Um, but it also presents what a lot of people, they, they see the glamour mm. of that. They yep. see how exciting it is. Like you've got a lot of growth. Yep. But they also don't see the challenges. They don't see how hard it is. It's very mm. hard. Yeah. Um, and not to, to toot anyone's horn or yeah. uh, what Apollo is or isn't doing. Uh, right. There's a lot of things that we could change and do better. Absolutely. I'm a firm believer that you can always continue to do way better than what you're currently doing. There's always room for growth. Never yeah. stop growing. Um, and being willing to change is another thing being open to change and that's one of the things that a lot of people aren't open to is change you bring up change it's fear it it really is um and you know one of the things that you know my dad scott has instilled i feel like in our organization is to embrace change Mm -hmm. which i think from top down is really exciting uh and and we carry we carry that forward i feel like as an organization because we know that he values that a lot and then secondly from a fast growth, hyper growth company perspective, we've had to bring up leaders that maybe are younger, yeah. aren't particularly ready for leadership, mm. but we're we're like pushing their growth. We're we're you know yeah. pushing them to levels that they maybe weren't prepared for or ready for. Include that includes myself. You know, I'm right. a younger leader within the organization. Yeah. You're a younger leader within the organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. And do we make mistakes? 100%. If you aren't willing to make mistakes, you know, Kobe Bryant always said this too, and I, I, I view it to the same thing as, as business and making yeah. mistakes, but you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. Yeah. If you Absolutely. aren't willing to make mistakes in business, that's a shot, in my opinion. Yeah. You just won't make any more money. Yeah. yeah. You won't make that, the big you can't, bucks. You can't grow. You can't, right. you can't give other opportunities to people like yourself, yeah. uh, to people like Rods, who's behind the camera. Shout out to Rods. Shout out to Rods. Yep. Appreciate you, brother. And I I think that um, from a business growing perspective, those are the biggest challenges when you're in a fast growth company. Yeah. Mm. So one of the things I would tell you is if you find yourself in a company that's growing really rapidly or growing a lot is don't be afraid to take the step forward to, to take on more. And it may or may not be mean additional money right then and there. Yeah. Right. Right. But I can't, 
even begin to describe to you the amount that certain leaders have done yeah. where they have come and stepped up into our organization. Guys like Jerry Boyette, who's mm. our director of sales. Yeah. Yeah. Guys like yourself, Mark, that yeah. have stepped up and done things like you've you've been a, what I call a Swiss Army knife. You're a lot like myself <laughs> because he's done everything yeah. in the yeah. business. I mean, he's been to he's Medicare been five to different group to U65. You name it, literally. And yeah. when you're willing to do that, but guess what? He didn't get paid any extra money to do those right. things. Right. Right. But it it pushed his leadership. It pushed his overall personal growth as an insurance agent. Also goes back to our core values: sacrifice. Sacrifice. <clears throat> yep, you got to be willing to sacrifice. So if you find yourself, the reason why I say that, yeah, uh, is not that whenever you step up to the plate in a fast growth company, it doesn't necessarily mean more money, right? Right then and there, mm. it's in the long run. It's in the long run. Even a startup <clears throat> company. I mean, that's Correct. something that you have to see in a startup company. Yep. Um, like I was talking to, I went to dinner with one of my friends last night. Her name is Mackenzie Nunn, but she went over to Amp, right? Yeah. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they started the fitness thing. Yeah. And she is the head trainer, but you know it's, it's a startup company. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't have tons of clients. They have a good clientele. Yeah. But it's not like she's making a stupid amount of money because yeah. it's a she's there for the long run. She's there for the long run. She yeah. sees the growth. She sees the future. She sees yeah. the, vision. the vision. Absolutely, and yeah. that's what's that, that's Absolutely. what I think is so pure yeah. when you're in an industry or that, in any company. That's that's why I you know one of the things that we always talk about as an organization. Uh, so if you're lead if you're a leader of an organization. I, I tell this. I mean, Mark's gonna hear this. And he's like, man, you say that all the time to <laughs> leaders. <laughs> Vision leaks. <clears throat> so if you're not willing to always continue to harp on what the overall vision is of the company, yeah. then your agents or your employees or whoever that you're leading, the people you're leading, yeah. that vision's leaking. And yeah, that right. vision is not being seen because you're not continually bringing it up. Yeah. So when vision leaks, <clears throat> then the overall organization, in my opinion, is suffering. Yeah. yeah. So when you bring up, uh, what you said, McKinsey? Yes, mm -hmm. McKinsey. You know, she sees the vision, and I guarantee it's because Austin is yeah. Austin. Have some patience. You know, I guarantee it's because he is continually pushing or pitching the vision of what Absolutely. he believes Ant can grow into. Absolutely, and also it's one of those things where he's he's a young leader like yourself. You know, yeah. what I mean, I don't think he's any older than you. And it's just having faith in the people below you to help you out, I mean, and that's oh, yeah. what you have. You know, what I mean, like you have faith in all the leaders and the salespeople. Yep anybody at the job honestly yep. to help you grow the company the way you want it to grow you know to yeah. expand yeah i think that you hit a <clears throat> perfect point um apollo has not done anything I, I bring up apollo but you can make this any successful organization mm. apollo's not done anything without the people yep that's that's the the harsh and brutal reality and every single person at Apollo has helped make Apollo what it is today. Yeah. And that's a that's a fact. Yeah. Like you have a part in making Apollo who Apollo is. With right. your clients that you have, that you represent, that you speak to, they get Apollo's uh, mission statement, our values. They mm -hmm. get that through speaking with you. Yep. All of uh, Christian's clients. Mm -hmm. And and Vicer, you go around all the time. Yeah, you, know, you, right. you know, 100 plus people. You know, that's what makes Apollo what Apollo is today. And that's right. across the board. No matter what organization you're in, it's way bigger than one person, three people, two people, you name it. It's the entire organization and the leadership of that organization knowing yeah. to surround yourself with people that that sometimes are better than you in other areas. Mm -hmm. Not sometimes. They should be. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I, you know, one person can't do everything. 
Right. Correct. You've got to be able to bring people that have talent in other areas. Like you want to be able to bring your own talents to the table, but where you're weak in and you need to be able to, uh, to know where you're weak in from a leader's perspective, surround yourself with people who are strong in your weaknesses. For sure. And And your whole organization will continue to blossom. Guaranteed. Absolutely. If you give people the, you know, the runway to run. Absolutely. And I think it's been special for us um, just seeing it and being here from day one and seeing it grow and grow rapidly like it has. uh, It's been really a blessing to see and be a part of. And um, you really have to take a step back and really you don't just join a company and then when they start to be successful and, you know, you really join a company because you have to line up your beliefs and your goals, right, mm-hmm. with that company's beliefs and goals. Yep. Because yep. if they're not aligned, we're not going to get to the end goal, right, which Literally. is the success of the company, but also the success of yourself. Yep. So, you know, anybody that's out there that's looking for a company or looking for, you know, whatever, make sure that your your beliefs and your goals align with that company. You know, when I worked at Apollo, when I started working at Apollo, um, you know, I fell in love with the mission statement, which was to positively impact people's lives. Um, and so that was out of the gate. That was expressed to me. That was explained to me. And, you know, a lot of people have mission statements and, you know, they put it on a piece of paper, whatever. It's right. A point. It's a point. It's exactly. Yeah. You know, but no, that's something that we live by here, Absolutely. whether that's talking to our clients, whether that's uh, peer to peer communication, whatever it is, yeah. that's something that we truly believe in here. Um, it's positively impacting people's lives. So I was on board from jump because of that reason. Mm-hmm. And so my goals, right, and my beliefs align with what Apollo was trying to do um, in the community um, and et cetera. So make sure whatever you're looking for, your beliefs and your goals align with that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a whole podcast topic yeah. right there. Yeah. How, to, how to set beliefs and how to set yeah. goals. Yeah. We might, we might talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but For real. Yeah. yeah. It's I'm important. Gonna, I'm going to piggyback off Mark a little bit because <clears throat> the biggest thing about beliefs and goals is like, obviously you have to set them yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> goals are one thing you can use negative energy to fuel your goals Mm. but don't ever take negative energy to fuel your beliefs Mm. because the biggest thing that like i always like i said earlier like with my brother right i could have took that in two ways i could have took that and went nowhere near this company because you know he said i would never be successful yeah or i could have turned it into what i had and turned it into a goal to piss him off yeah yeah and also to prove yeah just to prove to yourself right you were right all along like that's that at the end of the day like goals are something you can fuel from negative energy absolutely beliefs have to come from within i like that and within from a company i like that so like it's one of those things that's like it you just have you have to sit down with yourself truly yeah and you have to come to sense you know and that's why we do our whys yeah Yeah. because whys are huge yeah there's things that are going to fuel you every day especially during open enrollment when we're oh, yeah. working seven to nine, sometimes sleeping in the office, because yeah. it's so busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. when you have a good surrounding around you, when you have good peers, oh man, 
those nights are so fun. Yeah. It's literally like you're a little kid and you're having a sleepover with your best friend. <laughs> and you're just sitting at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. It's weird. That's yeah. why I enjoy open enrollment. It's crazy, though. It, it's a fun environment. It's a fun time. And when you are chasing an ultimate company goal together that everybody Man. believes in, yeah. it, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's inclusive. Stop, yeah, nothing's going to stop it either. Yeah. Nothing's going to come. Because you're not the only person that's got that thought. Right. Everybody yeah, everybody's got that same thought. Nope. Um, so that's the that's the part that's really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, what else? What else <clears throat> you got from a, from um, a growth perspective? I mean, or just questions from, that you could ask me. I, I was going to say just from my perspective, because I've only been here for two years. Right. Yeah. Um, my perspective. I mean, when I came in, we had maybe 40, 50 agents, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Now we're over 100. Yeah. yeah, and we have an entire new office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. it's just crazy. Like, it's how, been completely renovated. Literally in two years, yeah. Yeah. we went from forty agents to over a hundred yeah. and a whole nother new office. Yep. Yeah. Like, talk about rapid growth. Let's clap that up. Let's literally. clap it up for that. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. That's crazy. And like, I mean, I can literally think about yesterday. Like, me and Rod's talking. Man, you know, this money. This sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, when we were early oh, on, we're oh, like, yeah. Damn, how are we going to live off this? <laughs> you know? And then we're talking to the leaders and they're yeah. all making, and we're like, okay, it's going to be there. Yeah. You, know, you just got to work. It's coming. Yeah. And yeah. so like, I don't know, rapid growth to me is like, I've witnessed it. Yeah. But honestly, I've just been going with it that it's hard. Like now setting back and looking at it, I'm like, damn, that was actually very fast. Yeah. Like you don't realize it when you're on board. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just moving with the movement. You know what I mean? Like you're just there doing what you're told. So it's so crazy when you say that. Like I look back at two years when you guys started to where we are today, the amount of changes we've had as an organization, um, the things that we've done, the new things we've implemented. And the one cool thing that I love about fast growth is that it opens up other opportunities for people like you guys to step into leadership roles and to do right. different things within a business that maybe you wouldn't have at another company or a fortune 500 company. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Once yeah. again, I always say, I always tell people there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with those other options. Like a fortune 500 has got different experiences for people Absolutely. than what we could ever produce. Yep. But Hey, one of the advantages of going to a, a smaller business that is on a, on a rise or a smaller business that is growing a ton, uh, where you're in the first 500 employees is, that yeah. you could have a massive impact within that business. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so you kind of control your own destiny in a yeah. way yeah. at a business that um, can really feel the impact. Yeah. I mean, so and it's just like, I don't know, going off what you said, like <clears throat> under a 500 employee company, like especially this one though, I think this one's different because yeah. our culture here is just vastly <laughs> different. Mm -hmm. But just True. the family aspect, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. every day you walk in, it's family. Yeah. And like, the biggest thing, the difference for me, going to college, playing sports, yeah. everyone did not like the head coach. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing because they were always mean you. They didn't yeah. ever really yeah. encourage They didn't you. care. Yeah. They didn't care. They always prayed on your downfall. Yeah, do your job or get off, get, right. get out of here. And so I was always timid when my coach came around. Mm -hmm. And so I brought that here when mm. Scott would come around. Mm -hmm. But now it's like he doesn't. He's just another person. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. he literally wants you to think he's just another person. He wants you to yeah. win. He, yeah, literally. Yeah. And so that's what's, like, not being yeah. fearful when Scott's around. Like, that's, yeah. I guess that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. That and, yeah, like, what you were saying is he, yeah. you know that he wants success and you to win. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think from just a belief goal, I mean, that's, that's leadership one-on-one, right? Yeah. Is you want to be able to lead from the front 
to show people how to do it, get it done. Uh, I always call it, um, this is a whole nother podcast, topic, <laughs> but one of my favorite things I always talk about is, that I learned in my MBA mm. was trench leadership. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're in the trenches yep. mm-hmm. leading from the front mm-hmm. rather than leading from the back. You know, when you watch movies right. and you see the king mm-hmm. on yeah. a horse or he's whatever, in back. he's in the back with a horse and he's just watching all of his people in front of him you right. know, just absolutely get annihilated. Yep. Uh, yeah. He's standing in the back. Yep. Yeah. I call trench leadership, trench warfare. You're in the trenches, front line, front line yeah. with like your people. That. And if you're not willing to do that from a leadership perspective, then what, you know, why are you leading? Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. And so I think that that's a whole nother thing that you could 100% talk about on podcasts is why is an organization fast or growing or, or, you know, how, why do people believe in the overall mission statement? Well, it's a lot of times I know from our leadership perspective, it's because we're in the trenches with everybody. Right. I mean, absolutely. you you know what I mean? If you're, if you're leading from, from top down and you're just talking down onto people all the time and just telling them what they need to be doing, but then not reciprocating or showing them the value of what you're saying by doing it yourself, right? then people are going to be like, man, that guy just, he's just all talk. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He's all talk. There's he's, no vision. He's not, willing, he's not willing to do what I'm willing to do. Yep. Absolutely. So yep. why should I do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know I mean? And regardless if they did it before, mm-hmm. the new guys in don't know that. Correct. Exactly. They never they've never seen it. it. Yeah. yeah. They've never so seen it. So they're not going to take your that's word why, for it. That's why I love, you know, recently, uh, Jared and I, we've been doing some trainings with the the brand new class. And yeah. it's been a while since I've done some training. <laughs> and so the 23s, so we call all of our new classes for those that are that are out yeah. there. We call them their year that they start. So we yep. got 21s, 22s, 23s from 2021, 22, 23, and then all the way back to 2019. Mm. Um, so the 23s, we've been spending specific time with them and showing them talking about closing, uh, you know, how to close, what to say, different things that I learned when I grew up, because we all have different values or different aspects of the business that we can provide value from. Yeah. And so that's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah, Cause you and Jared are polar opposite when he is oh yeah <laughs> straight up which is which is super important because yeah. i feel like i would res i'll resonate with part of the class yep. and jared will re- resonate with the other part of the class absolutely because yep. not everybody's the same yep mm-hmm. that's why i always like listening to saf and ginsky because yeah. they are total opposite. <laughs> exactly so, so i think that's another thing is from a leadership perspective um we used to be an organization prior to 2019 you'll you probably don't even know this mm-hmm. Uh, but our organization used to be teams. <laughs> mm. So think of it this way. Let's say you were a junior partner. Right. You used to have Talbot's team, meaning you had four oh. agents underneath Talbot. It used to be Mark's team. And then he would have like, you know, eight agents under Mark. Right. But then you wouldn't train Mark's people because mm. that's not your team. You're only going to train oh. Talbot's team. Mark's not going to train your people. He's only going to train Mark's team because that's Mark's team. See how that's wrong. So then I see. It, and we used to do this as an organization. Right. It was a flaw that we wanted to, to that we wanted to fix prior to 2019. So we created one team. Right. The Apollo team. Which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Because I, you know, our our leadership team felt at the time if we could bring every leader's core responsibility or their value that they could add to people. Like once again, I may resonate with you Talbot and what I'm training on, but who knows, you may not resonate with Mark. Right. Right. So if I, I as a leadership team or I as a leader could have the impact of 15 people rather than one person. Right. How much stronger are we as an organization? Absolutely. So that's why we, that's why we changed that. Also, 
also leads the rapid growth. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it, it's <laughs> tragic in 2019. Now yeah. we're in 2023. I mean, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, Quarantine. yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. So yeah. I, I, I share those little tidbits of things because yeah. when you think of businesses or hierarchies or different right. things like that, like that's a very common practice to have specific Absolutely. teams within an organization, especially sales organizations. For sure. Yeah. I think, so, I think that's unique. I think it is. Another thing that's unique is the whole topic that we're discussing now. I mean, rapid yeah. growth is unique. That's mm-hmm. not something that you just come by or everyone experiences mm-hmm. that opportunity in regards to a business. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> rapid, rapid growth is something that's unique, and um, it's some tools behind that that, that pushes that machine. Um, with that being said, <clears throat> we can have rapid growth, right? Now, how a question that I pose to both of you okay. in regards to rapid growth, um, how do you maintain maybe not rapid growth? Because, again, rapid growth is unique. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to maintain rapid growth. Nor, I don't think nor, that's possible. Nor do I. Nor would you want to. Because nor, right. If you stay constantly on this rapid growth train where yep. you're yeah, 400, 500, 600 percent growth every single year, you it's unsustainable. Yep. Right. You, you'll. <laughs> it's kind of like you're on a shopping cart yep. or some type of bike right. and you're rolling down the mountain going 95 miles an hour. You're like, going to just come up. At well, well, just the wheels itself can't off. keep up. Yeah, 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 They would literally fall off and the right. bolts would start to fall off and the screws would begin to fall off. Like, it, it's just not sustainable. Right. Long time, yeah, for sure. Long and that's what I want to get. And that's, the, that's what I'm um, getting to for the viewers. I think that uh, growth and rapid growth is fantastic. And that's what we've been able yep. to experience. And yep. that's good. We're going to keep, we want to keep growing, but we want to grow healthy. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so there's a happy medium there. For sure. uh, I guess I could share as an organization what we focused on the last two years. Yeah. Because... I will say that we may we haven't had four hundred percent growth the last two years. Yeah, we've had growth, yeah. we've had good growth, but I feel like uh, it's not been rapid growth like it was in seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Yeah, yeah. twenty two and twenty three had been growth years. Yeah, but we have focused more on client retention and client uh, implementation of technology. Right. right. So as you look at organizations. Um, in Cardone, I'll shout out Grant Cardone because I think they do a really good process of, of implementing where at in different revenue cycles of a business. Like mm-hmm. once, once you reach $10 million in annual revenue dollars from 10 to $20 million, that's what's called the implementation of technology stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for us, we're right in the middle of that. We're yeah. at roughly 15, $16 million in annual revenue. Right. Mm-hmm. So when, what we have done, in my opinion the last two years and you've probably seen this since 21 yeah what have we implemented technology well, i was gonna say a lot follow-up of, technology yeah. email marketing Texting. text messaging sms you yep. name it from that perspective of implementation those different pieces it's super important which helps client retention absolutely because at the end of the day when you have a, a rapid growth company and you're and you're flying by the seat of your pants some days because that's what it feels like yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. um you are always doing what's best or being the most uh, I think, in my opinion, when that happens, excuse me, when that happens, service mm-hmm. comes down a little bit. So I For think, sure. you know, some of our clients probably didn't experience the best service. And when, but what I mean by that is, is they were sold the right plan, but there was the follow-up service, the For customer sure. service For portion, sure. I think, lacked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They maybe didn't have as much communication from our agent or from our team um, on a timely basis or a... Yeah. a you know, a continual basis. Yeah. For sure. And so we've made a very big process the last two years. How can we get better at that? Mm. How can we still continue to stay top of mind of our client 
meanwhile, not pestering them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fine balance. Absolutely. Very. You don't want to be constantly sending them emails because they're going to be like, man, why is this guy always sending me an email yeah. or text? Mm-hmm. This is annoying. Mm-hmm. To, man, I never hear from my agent. Who's my agent's name again? Mm-hmm. You got to find that right balance in between the two of those. And I think that's 100% technology. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's unsustainable when you have 40,000 customers. Yeah. It's unssustainable to try and do that manually. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely not. So, I even, think that's even what I per say. agent, I mean, when you're up to three, 300, 400, 500, 600 clients, it's, I mean, that just takes up too much time of the work. And, and you could see what's crazy, and a lot of people don't understand this, but you'll get it once I say it, but the government has forced us into 45 days. Not mm-hmm. business days, total days, days. from mm-hmm. November 1st to December 15th. They forced us and millions of Americans around the, around the globe, or not the globe, but mm-hmm. in the U.S., right. to sign up for health insurance. I mean, I just make a decision. I mean, Correct. And so, like, during when it's November 30th and you're talking to a consumer, yeah. the reality is you can't take the hour that it takes Absolutely to cover not. any and all options. You sometimes have 12 and 15-minute conversations. Yep. And that's that. I think that's the biggest thing is sometimes they think we are either disrespectful, mm-hmm. and that's not at all what we try to do. We're just yeah. trying to optimize our time to get to the next prospect as well. Correct. You know because, what I mean? Because we're trying to help as many people as we can. Yeah. Just think of it this way: there's 330 million-ish people in the U.S. I think there's roughly 40 million people that purchase individual health insurance mm-hmm. through the marketplace. Mm. So that's 40 million people that have to sign up in 45 days. That's almost a million people a day. Yeah. There's not enough brokers to service that. I think that's the biggest challenge. Yeah. Not enough hours in the day either. Correct. Yeah. I think the most important thing when we talk about, I mean, you think about all the episodes that we've done thus far um, and what we talk about, whether it's, you know, hyper growth, whether it's technology, whatever it is. it comes back to one thing, right? You can't have hyper growth without without people, without people mm-hmm. believing in For what sure. they're doing, mission statements by the company, right? You can't do certain things. So it comes back to people mm-hmm. um, in the organization. So absolutely, um, 100%. <clears throat> you got to have good people on the team. You got to have people that believe in what they're doing and want to help people and want to be of aid. Mm-hmm. And so it all comes back to that. Absolutely. Um, so... I mean, this has been great. We yeah, got another one great. coming yeah, soon. We do. Yeah. We got one more toast in it. Well, maybe not. He look at look at the glass. Yeah, He's already finished it. Hey, how about you? He just knows have we have one more to go. <laughs> just pour it. Yeah, pour it. And he does that. Go faster. No, pour it down. Okay. All right. You ready? Let's yeah. let's close right. it out. All hey, right. whiskey for the souls. Insurance for the wallets. Cheers, guys. Appreciate. it. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in.